0: One, two, three. Love you, I love you,
1: I love you, I love you, I love you.
2: What's up everybody? This your girl Cece with WIB magazine, and I got my co-host on the line. Hey Mickey Monday, how are you today? I'm
1: doing pretty good, Cece. How about yourself?
2: I'm doing good. Tell us who we got on the line with us today. Who is the special guest?
1: Oh man, we got you got the infamous Amadeus with us, the one and only, you know what I'm saying? Representing Shea 45 on XM Radio, Serious Radio. So yeah.
0: How's it going? Yo, y'all. Man, listen, I'm staying out the way, man. That's
1: <laughs>
0: staying out the way, but thanks for having me. I appreciate y'all having for me sure.
1: Absolutely. So tell us about a little, tell us a little more where you're from and you know what you do on uh, on Shea 45.
0: Yeah, well, uh, so I'm on the Lost here Special. I'm on Thursdays, three to four. Um, the, the mix I do is called the Drunk Mix. It's, it's basically like a vintage edition of hip-hop, so I don't necessarily play new records. I play records primarily from, like, the 90s and early 2000s, you know, targeted to a, a very specific audience. Um, and then I, I do production up there, you know, guest bookings and, and, and stuff like that. Um, a lot of people know me uh, from my time as a film director, obviously, uh, directed videos for Fetty Wap and Ice-T and people like that. And, you know, some people saw me on National Geographic selling bootleg liquor. So, you know, it's, it, it, all, it, all, it all ties into the, the same thing because it's all revolved around hip-hop.
1: Right, right. Okay, that's what's up. And then you also on some other radio stations too, right? Because you say you're, you're up in, um, in Philly right now yeah yeah, so so I, I got my
0: own show called The Infamous Hour, and it actually kind of happened like during quarantine. We were just um, just trying to do something to, you know stay busy. Mm-hmm. and um, I ended up getting this deal with our radio to get my show syndicated. So I'm on um, I'm in Madison, Wisconsin on a WWMV, 95.5 on Mondays, Tuesdays, I'm in Monument, Colorado, um, uh, Fridays. I'm in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. And then Sunday, I'm in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And the unique thing about my show is I partnered with a company called Boomback Nation. Um, we have um, over 2 million people on Facebook. That We have like another 100,000. And we do the interviews live on Facebook. So we're able to bring like a dynamic experience. You know, Facebook is different than Instagram because Facebook is more consumer-based. It's not like IG where you're flooded with DJs and artists. These are just regular 9-to-5 right, right. working people you know, kind of like 30 and up, and we bring a um, celebrity every single week um, on Facebook, and I've been able to bring, you know, everybody from Bone Thugs to 112 live on Facebook, and it's a great experience because um, the fans actually can jump on the Zoom call and ask a question themselves, so, you know, they get to talk to people that they grew up listening to, and then uh, we, we kind of take this audio, and then we um, merge it into the FM radio show, so, um, I guess throughout the, the quarantine, you know, everything they went through, a, a blessing came out because we was able to bring new content to the audience and the fans.
1: Yeah, that's ah. lit. That's super lit. Yeah. So ah. what, t- I was going to say, tell us, tell us, what, what made you initially become a DJ and get started in, in that realm of, of music?
0: I mean, honestly, that shit really just happened by accident. Um, you know, so, so as I said earlier, I was on National Geographic. Um, a show called Underworld Inc. At, at this time I was a I was a really like big film director in New York. As I mentioned, I, I shot um, you know, iced tea, Pat pools The locks. Mm. I was shooting a bunch of videos. And I and I, I would have the nut for those who don't know what a nutcracker is, nutcracker is kinda of like urban moonshine or like jungle juice. So it's pretty much like a um it's like a flavored drink that you could just mm. buy in the streets. So obviously you know, liquor stores closed, I would just Pump them out the trunk of my car, and the video says I want video says 150 people, and it just started building. So National Geographic called Windavit, and and they profiled me on this show called Underworld Inc. And uh, the guy that I that I work for, Sirius XM, he saw me on National Geographic, so he brought me up as a guest first, um, and then I got in filming, and then pretty much by the luck of the draw, I just taught myself how to DJ. I was already in the building. I've only been DJing for like three years. Um but you know we got you know we we from the mud so we gotta get it by any means. You know what I'm saying? I saw opportunity for me to get my own my own slot on the show, and you know, I, I took time, I, I took a leap of faith, and here we are, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, that show sure was the best decision because it, it got me to you know not only be on XM Radio, but the DJ and Madison Square Garden, which you know people know that's like one of the biggest um arenas in the world. Mm. And um it's just been amazing, you know what I mean? Mm. For sure.
2: Definitely. So, what have been one of your greatest memories on
0: 101.7? In Massachusetts? Well, what I I like about that station is, um, you know, it's a small market station. So, I've been able to bring, you know, like big names to, you know, that station in in a town that may have like, you know, 100,000 people. Like, you know, for me to be able to get Bone Thugs to go up there, you know, Bone Thugs sold 75 million uh, records. You know what I mean? So, um, and and the smaller FM stations, it's very intimate, it's very community-based. You know what I mean? So so being able to provide that type of interactive experience um, is, is dope. Now it's there for all the stations. And then um, also giving back to the community because the unsigned artists don't really have a platform. So we're able to shed light and and just kind of build from the bottom and, and try to find the next talent. I
2: gonna that's gotcha. so. Um, I was gonna say, what has been one
0: of your biggest challenges? Wow. I, I, I think learning to DJ because I, I just threw myself in the fire. So, uh. you know, like like I was so I, I was promoting clubs, um, basically like on the side. And um th- this is big DJ here in New York called DJ Self. He was on Love and Hip Hop, you know. So yeah. so he would so he would DJ every every night. He would get on at 230, he would get up at 330. And one day I just saw the security guard, he was like plugging an iPhone in at 330 in the morning. The club's in New York closed at four. Right. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna teach myself how to DJ. So I just bought a laptop and I went in the booth with no experience. Just went in the booth and it started from, you know, a little half hour and then, you know, self was like, yo, I'm gonna have you just open up for me. So then I just started opening up for him. And then I started opening up for Flex. And, you know, I I did have an advantage, though, because I was around, like, you know, Funkmaster Flex, around DJ Self, around Drewski, around DJ Camillo. These are some of the biggest DJs in the world, not only in New York. Um, So being around them, I got to kind of learn quickly um, how to to navigate with DJing. But I definitely think that DJing was definitely – a, a challenge because, again, you're just going into an unknown realm and you're taking a leap of faith and just hoping that it all works out.
2: So basically, this was like one of your passions that you didn't even know about because it just fell to you. Like, you mm. went in there and you was like, you just tried it and boom. Like, you yeah, automatically knew
0: it. Yeah. I, I saw a video of Will Smith when he was like bungee jumping or something. And he was saying that, you know, on the other side of fear is reward. Right, mm-hmm. so it's like you you just never know what's on the other side unless you take the leap of faith. A lot of people they they, they get comfortable. It, it's not only music; it's just daily life. You get comfortable with your job, you get comfortable right. with this and that. Sometimes you just got to take the leap of faith, and if you stay vigilant, it, it can work out for you. Okay.
2: Well, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <That's
1: what laughs> makes- yeah. <laughs> You know, what I'm saying? it's a lot of it's just because, like, being in the music industry. Period. Like, as a as a music artist myself, it's so many people who try to who try to do the same. You know, they yeah. they do the same. Uh, they they you know they take up the same space, but it's like everybody has their own unique personality that makes them use. So I can tell just by how you you know your, yeah. your charisma, your personality, how you you know what I'm saying, how you yeah. handle yourself, your presence that you definitely yeah. were made to stand out. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's I I, very, I
0: definitely very, appreciate amazing. that to to build off of what you're saying a little bit. I learned early on that when you're in a room, you gotta make sure that you're the person that they they, they, they won't eliminate. Mm-hmm. Because you got people in so many different spaces, right? So right. if I'm in a room, if I'm in a room full of DJs and a pandemic and they making budget cuts, right? They you know they could eliminate a bunch of niggas, but I'll be one of the last people because I can film, because I can do marketing, because yeah. I, I, I have history as a publisher because this and the third. So self-efficiency is the way to go, especially in this day and age, you know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of people, they see the pandemic and all this and they get, nah, this is the time to put your thinking cap on and learn some new Mm trades and figure out how you gonna stay in these rooms. Cause that's all about staying in the room. Companies are downsizing. Look, right now we all, we on Zoom right now. You know what I mean? So communication is downsizing, you know what I mean? You gotta make sure you just always on point and always learning Mm -hmm. new things.
1: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Well, uh-huh. so, you know, in your tenure as a, as a DJ, what, what was the most memorable gig you had that you can remember? Something that just, you was at the point of, like, just at the peak, and you were like, man, I, I can't even believe this is happening right now. I'm yeah. here. Like, this is yeah. actually real, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yo, Madison Square
0: Garden. That was, okay. That, that shit was crazy. Like like Like, when I got the call from the Knicks, they was interested in having me uh, DJ the game, Yo, that was crazy. I'm from the Bronx, so you know what I mean? For people that don't live in you know New York. You know, New York is like basically five boroughs, like counties in other states. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, you know, New York is connected because the trains take everywhere. So I used to ride this same train to school. I used to ride this same train to the track. I used to, you know, and I used to go watch like wrestling and just ice skating as a kid and mm-hmm. baske- um, basketball. Yo, to go to the garden, Honestly, I've done a lot of things, but there's, there's nothing to describe that feeling because that arena was sold out. It was 21,000 people in there. Yo, and when they said my name, I just felt like I was by myself. I can't explain it. Like, I was just by myself at that moment. It was just nobody there, and it was just me and the music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and mm-hmm. it, it's just amazing that hip-hop can do these type of things for you right you know what i mean yeah. the, the culture the culture of hip-hop being dedicated and and shit like that and um, yo the garden man that shit was crazy yo for the nicks this shit was crazy man that was, that was definitely the moment for now until you know hopefully you know something else will happen but right now definitely okay. that's it
1: okay yeah that's dope that's dope yeah. um and, and then you mentioned downsizing too like how everything's downsizing um yeah. how you know how how do you see the future of DJing as a whole? How do you see it going or trending in the next five years? Because everything's wow. moving. Everything's moving to you know a digital standard. Digital,
0: digital. Batman. I think. I think music in general. You know, music. I don't know how old you guys are, but you know, I'm in my late 30s, right? So, music changes every 10 years. Let's say hypothetically speaking, right? Mm. The one thing that we learned about the pandemic is that content sells, period, right? We're not really in a, you know, it, it seems that it's like turn up, but it's not really about that. Like the people that are charting, the people that are doing numbers, look at something like versus. Yo, these guys, they brought Patty LaBelle and and, and uh, what was Gladys Knight? They you haven't heard of them in 40 years, you know what I'm saying? And they, and they doing a million views. So DJs got to adapt. And with younger DJs, they make the mistake of just thinking that what what they hear on the radio right now is what it is. Nah, you gotta broaden your catalog. You gotta have your arsenal. Cause what happens when the what happens when the turn up gets turned down? Right. You know what I'm saying? What you gonna do? So definitely broaden the catalog and then also switching switching to completely digital. Digital is the way to go. Like you know what I mean? Like it, it's over. Like that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I think that
1: that's kind of like where we are going a little bit, okay and and you know it's crazy it's funny you mentioned that because I was I've been going off like the past two weeks and celebrating people's birthdays, but one thing that I noticed that they don't do a lot like they used to anymore is they don't they don't really play r and b a lot like when it start winding down when it start getting closer to like you know yeah twelve o'clock one o'clock two o'clock because the club closed at two thirty three o'clock so yeah you know what I'm saying they they play now I think like now they just play drill music until the club closed now you know what I'm saying so it's That's something that I wish would come back. Cause that, you know, that's what that's what connected people. People would get up out their seats, start dancing. Yeah. People start dancing with one another. I I also think
0: too, it also depends on where you go because like like I was telling uh CeCe, uh honey Cece, right? I was Mm telling you earlier that like what I saw I was in Atlanta seven times last year, Uh booked the DJ, but they would book me to play that type of shit. They wouldn't book me to play drill music. They would book book me to play Soul For Real. They would book me to play The Brunches. They would book me to play, Mm -hmm. like, you know, 2000 Remy Ma and, you know, Harlem Shake Shit and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So I do think, I do agree with you saying, you know, we're kind of in a time where it's like, you know, this is kind of like what the kids want to hear. Yeah. But the people that spend money are not children. Right. So, you know, people that really spend money on their children. So I think we just got to kind of find a balance a little bit and also school these kids because these kids grew up in the, in the 2000s. They were born in the 90s, two right. thousand. So they, they grew up in a household where they were listening to, you know, T-Pain or like whatever was going on at that time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um. You know, late Jay-Z type of thing. Um. But I do agree. We, we got to kind of bring that feeling back because it we, we need it desperately. You know what I'm saying? Desperately. Mm-hmm. Need it, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, mean-
2: so who do you think are some of your DJ legends?
0: Oh, Rock Raider. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Rock Raider, but Rock Raider, he re- he reinvented the way DJing was done with mm. tricks on the turntables and, and these type of things. Um, I also have an admiration for DJs that produce okay. like DJ permit, like DJ Pamir, you know what I mean? Um, and then, you know, there are other DJs that, you know, you may not know are DJs. Like, for example, Q-Tip is, is a dope DJ yeah. um, from, from, um, from Tribe Called Quest. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, a combination of those three are definitely um, ways that... You know, one, one of the things that, you know, I, I gravitate towards with a DJ, how they just seemly, seamlessly change music and you just kind of like in the same vibe. So... You know, you in a club or something, and, and the DJ's playing, you know, Lil Baby, Don't you know, say so you put Ma Deep on it, you feel the same way about it, you know what I mean? Right. How it seamlessly transitions. But that's one of the things that attracts me to, like, a DJ, and I'm like, I, right, dope, this, this guy got it figured out. Gotcha,
2: gotcha, yeah. Would you, do a, um, would you do a DJ
0: battle? Uh, I would, if it made sense. Okay. I would I would I would definitely do a DJ battle. I like I like DJ cause I like I like entertaining um the fans and I, I like controlling the crowd. Um that's just me being natural as a musician, as, as a film director. Um you're almost like the conductor in a band. But you're in a club or you you're on the radio, you know what I mean? So I would definitely definitely do a DJ battle, um if it made sense and it was something that they were interested in.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, because I know, you know, when we first started this pandemic stuff and sitting in the house, a lot of people was doing DJ battles, but I don't see nobody doing them anymore. I just see, you know, they might go live every blue moon, but I don't see it anymore. It started off good, but.
0: Yeah, I, uh, well, you know, everybody was home at the same time. But, uh-huh. but once places started opening back up, you know, guys are, guys are trying to get back outside, because they're trying to feed their families. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's, there's very few people that are, um, that are still on, but you know, I I would encourage people to continue to do that because as you can see, life can change like this. So you gotta be prepared for, you know, the what ifs.
2: So what's the next big thing for you? Once everything is back to normal, what's the next big thing for you for 2021?
0: Uh, well, right now, of course, it's about Shade 45 um, and, and pushing the culture forward with Shade okay. 45. Um, I look forward to this new crop of lyricists that we have emerging um, and, and, and what, what the potential new sound of hip hop um, may, may become. And of course, you know, Boom Bat Nation is, is, is just something that, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of. It's something to have my hand in. You know, like I like I mentioned earlier, we have two million diehard hip hop fans, you know, yeah. just on one platform. Uh, we we got a situation where Reach TV, Reach TV is like the uh like the cable company for international airports, so we're in there with like short clips of like what's going on with hip hop, and, and mainly it's just kind of just been the, the whole thing of just pushing the culture forward. Hopefully, when things you know get back inside, um, I, I run a site for on Sirius XM. Uh, Shape 45 on Wednesdays at 2 o'clock where I put three unsigned artists on the radio every single uh, Wednesday. Um, they rap to 90s beats. Um, and I, I kind of look forward to getting back out there and, and finding some new talent.
2: Awesome. Well, I'll be sending some people your way.
0: Send That's them my I way. Think. Send them <laughs> my way, definitely. Gotcha. For sure, for
2: sure. you. heard that, Mickey Monday? I'm
0: sending you his way.
1: You yeah, I heard him? Him. I mean, I'm, I'm more of a writer than a freestyler, but I'll make it happen.
0: Nah, right. writing, writing right is cool. It's, it's all an expression. Yeah. So, um, you see, I, you know, mm-hmm. right writing is expression. One of the main things that I did it um, during the quarantine. Um, I did something called the Punchline Academy during quarantine. Okay. So basically, I will have, and, and I'm gonna start it soon. I, don't, I only stopped it because people were going back outside. But sometime next month, Punchline Academy will return. Basically, I have a site for my Instagram. Thursday nights after I get on Facebook, it's open to all MCs. Come spit your ball, spit your poetry, sing your joints. We have judges, and then basically we do kind of like a friendly like sparring competition on Mondays. And then the winners of that, they get to go on Shade Forty Five. Okay. So 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 during the pandemic, I, I was able to put thirty nine on-site artists on the radio during the pandemic, um, which which was amazing because we you know I always believe in um paying it forward in a sense. Um, and, and, and giving it and giving back at the same time. And that was something that I, I definitely look forward to doing. Um once it gets a little colder and the people kind of like know where life is going, you know what I'm saying? Sorry, they're calling me. Um but uh once people know where, where things are going, we'll definitely be um, on deck for that.
2: Awesome. Congrats,
0: that's a yeah. good platform. The yeah. punchline academy. Follow it on Instagram, that's my thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely look into that and uh energy. Yeah. <clears throat> so excuse me outside of outside of like urban music you know rap hip-hop r&b what's what's another favorite genre of music you like to listen to you know
0: i i I enjoy jazz ah okay like see like when i wake up in the morning like, like 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 look i'm a 90s enthusiast right so i like Mobb Deep. I like all... You know, I like the younger stuff, too. I like everything, but mm-hmm. I can't be in the morning listening to Megan Stallion or... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I can't... Yeah. First, first thing I wake up, I can't listen to you know, 50 Cent shooting right. a bunch of niggas, you know what I mean? So right, right. Sometimes, sometimes I like to get in the car and I like to just throw the jazz on. Um And, and definitely like the 70s soul music. Um it, it inspires me when I create music because you know, for... For the few engineers out there, you know, the analog sound mm-hmm. is different than digital. You can't, we can't replicate that sound of, you know, them going in and actually playing the bass and playing the violin and playing the drums and then right. quintessentially running it through physical hardware instead of plugins. Um So, so jazz and that old Motown sound, okay. that's where it's at in the morning. I'm in there.
1: <laughs> so who's, who's at? Oh, like one of your top jazz musicians. Or oh, you know. Ooh. Mm. That's a good
0: question.
1: I could tell you three. And see
0: that, if you that, might know. That, that that that's a good that, that that's a good question. Now Gil Gil Scott Harron, he wouldn't uh, be considered like jazz, but he is kind of in the middle. Like him like him in particular, his sound is very like that. You know what I'm saying? Right, um, right,
1: right. He's more like spoken word too.
0: But it, that's what I'm saying. It, it's different because yeah. it's like jazz, but it's like soul music. It's kind of like in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of his stuff was live. A lot of people don't know. Like, he was in the train stations and yeah. doing stuff like that. Yo, Gil Star Harrow was super dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Who you got? Okay. Uh, shoot, off the top, I can say John Coltrane. Coltrane. Um, Herbie uh, Hancock.
0: I mean, come on, Herbie Hancock is like that's like top five right there. That's, yeah, that's yeah. About it,
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: That's
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, Dave Brubeck,
0: Dave Brubeck, Herbie Hancock. I mean, come on, his catalog. Is, when you when you talk about catalog, his catalog, yeah, is it's ridiculous. great. Oh, and George Duke. Jo, George Du I'm not familiar with George Duke stuff, but Herbie George, Hancock. I mean, that's that's clutch right there.
1: You talk about experimental, him. George Duke and Herbie Hancock are the two most experimental jazz musicians from that period, from like the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Crazy. When you... And, and, I, yeah.
0: And, and, and you know what's crazy? Like they had a very defined audience in the seventy eight. That's like real Cotton Club type of, you know, for the people, you know, New York or if you watch any movie, like Cotton Club type of thing. Um, that that type of vibe. This is what liberated music
1: right. So what we did today. I was gonna say, oddly enough, Herbie Hancock did the soundtrack for Harlem Nights, and Harlem Nights see, had the Con Club in there.
0: See, see how it all ties in. You know I what know. I mean? And, and and this goes back to DJing because it's like, if you listen to like a lot of records that's coming out now, mm-hmm. they're always sampling, right? Like right. You, know, you know, you know, you know, Megan sampled the Easy Record. If you listen to Pop Smoke, you know, Rest Peace, Pop Smoke, because Pop Smoke was about to change music again. Mm-hmm. From drill right. into the R&B type of wave, and he was gonna start making guys rap again. I mean, they, people follow other guys, right? right? Right. So, a lot of these sounds are created off of this conversation that we're talking about. That Harlem Nights vibe—that that's all from that, right? Mm-hmm. And DJ and DJ's gotta be in tune with that type of thing. Because if somebody sits down, like you know where that comes from, you look crazy. You don't know, like. That's yeah,
1: true. that's absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> Check your car Pull your car quick Check your car crazy Like right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So So you know Since you with DJ And you listen to music So much man What's What's one track That you play That never gets old No matter how many times You hear it Every time you hear it It's like You know what I'm saying wow. I can't wait to hear it is, coming from
0: you <laughs> um, I think I think uh, Anything off of Illmatic Okay Um, to To me though keep your head up Tupac uh-huh that definitely mm-hmm. like like that like that type of vibe um uh he, he got he got he got a bunch of records. Pac is my favorite artist of all time. Um I can name, you know, 20, 20, 20 Tupac records. Um who else uh Well, that's a great question. That's a that's, I never really thought about that. Um a lot a lot and B stuff though too like um like, like you know you know what's my joint um the Jodeci the Jodeci, uh freaking you remix with um, yeah. ghostface and raquan uh huh that, that's nice what timeless. that's timeless for me of course um martel jordan this is how we do it timeless yeah. um candy rain so for real timeless okay you know these the, these type cuz honestly i could i could go in any club right now and play Candy Rain or that. this is how we do it. And it'll go at some point, yeah. especially, especially Candy Rain. Candy uh, Rain, Rain will go. Like they're one of the early Atlanta artists from the 90s. It'll go. I'm going to any club right now, 3.30 at nighttime, bump that everybody in the club singing their shit.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I know, I, I just say, you done threw us some gems today.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You know, you know, you know, hopefully, hopefully um what what I hope for, for the for the younger audience that they'll they'll be able to look back at their generation and feel the same way as we do in this conversation.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You well, know what I'm saying? I, 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 I don't know if they're gonna be able to do that. What do you think? I don't know.
2: I think I think I mean I don't know because we had some people on here interviewing that had some old soul in them. So, it's right. just depending on the person and stuff. I I see some people that can do it, but some people mindsets I don't I don't What Like like you know what like like them?
0: like, when, like when my kids, my kids cuz when I got the when I got the shade 45, I was still one of them people that was all the way 90s, like just 90s. I didn't even listen to no new shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to. Once I became a DJ, I said, "I, right, you know what? I need to understand why they're listening to this." So I sat my kids down, and I, I quickly understood that this is my kids' version of hip hop. Just like right. you have your version of hip hop, I have my version of hip hop. Yeah. It's, it's no one's place to judge what your interpretation of music is, right? Right. But, but you know, we, we, we often hear this thing about. Artists now saying, like, I own my masters, I own my masters, I, you know, I want to own my masters, but we got to ask ourselves, as new artists, as OGs in the game, as DJs, as magazine personalities, what good is owning your masters if the music doesn't age well, right? And we got to start injecting this into the youth. Because we want them to look back the same way we just look back right now, like twenty years later, like, oh, yo, that that drink is go with me when I'm forty or fifty years old. Right. You know, ho- hopefully, hopefully they'll be able to say that.
2: Hopefully, but we got two trivia questions for you before we get off, Mickey uh, Monday. You had anything else before we go into trivia? I know our time is limited.
1: Uh, no, I mean, you know, if right. has been really good with with the questions, you know what I'm saying, and he also threw some gems in there too, like he said so. I'm not, you know, I'm ready to do the trivia question.
2: (laughs) I know, right? Okay, (laughs) so mine is, if you had to lose one of these, which one would it be? Your sight, hearing, or walking, and why?
0: If I had to lose one, sight, hearing, or walking? Wow. I would say walking. And um,
2: why that one out of those three?
0: because your sight, you can still operate without walking. Your sight and your hearing, that eliminates a lot. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Qu- 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 quite a set, uh, you know, sight and hearing are senses. You know what I mean? Walking is not really a sense. Right. So, you know, you know we got five, six senses to lose, you know, one or two of those can be catastrophic to, to how you interpret life on an everyday basis. Walking, we can compensate. For example, I'm in a car. I can go drive to DMV right now without walking. You know what I'm saying? So I can compensate walking. I, I'm not sure if we could compensate the other two.
2: Gotcha.
0: Hmm.
2: Right answer. That's deep. Yeah. Go ahead, Mickey
1: Monday. Oh, my question is, um, what was my question again? My question is, if you could pick a TV show to be your life, what show would it be? A TV show that would be my life? Yep.
0: Hmm wow that that is my life or i would want to be my life
1: you would want to be a life
0: you know i'm not gonna lie there's this show on showtime called ray donovan
1: mm-hmm.
0: i don't know if you ever seen ray donovan but that looks like a a good life to live because he, he he's <laughs> like he's like a hollywood fixer so basically he's the guy that fixes problems in hollywood Okay. You know what I mean? But but he fixes problems and he uses problems to get him to where he needs to go. And um, yeah, Ray Donovan, that looks like an interesting life. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like just, you know, being being rich, but being, you know, some sort of like, you know, street etiquette and, and shit like that. I think Ray donovan would be something that'll be a life worth having if if that's your cup of tea. Okay? Gotcha. So, well,
2: before we get off, tell everybody where they can follow you.
0: Yo, follow me at the infamous Amadeus. Listen to me on SiriusXM, XM. Shade 45 every single Thursday, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. on some artists if you got dope music. I have a new segment on Shade 45 called Imps New Music Picks in Six Minutes. Um, each week I debut new records. So if you got some new heat, um, doesn't matter if it's boom bam, if it's, you know, the drill turn up, I'll send it my way if it sounds good. I may or may not get you on. And then also look out for my new album, coming out any day now, the sequel, all right? So it's a dope album. Um, it's I put a lot of time and effort into this project. It's a lot of pain, it's personal. For those who know me as, as, as a musician a lyricist, this is probably my best work to date. Um, and I also, one of the things that I do on this project is I cover a lot of topics in real time from election, to some of the way that I may interpret um, life on a day to day basis. And I'll tell you some real personal stories of mine. So um, any day now, the sequel um, this month coming out.
2: Well, you gained a new fan here. Thank Definitely. you. <laughs> sure.
1: mm-hmm. you. Well, I
2: want to say congrats on your journey. Um, stay grinding. Thanks for interviewing with us today.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. I look forward to working with you guys in the future. Definitely. And you'll be in
2: in the magazine, actually. You'll be in the magazine um, that's coming out, so I'll definitely get that out to you once I'm complete with it.
0: Definitely get that out to me. Send me the video so we can post it on social media.
2: Gotcha. What'd you say, Mickey, Monday?
1: Oh, nothing. I was just saying, you know, thanks again for being a part of this experience. Um, I'm definitely going to link with you, too, because I have a project coming out. Well, I have a single coming out next month on the ninth and then I'm still working on my album trying to get that completed so let, let, let me hear something right now. Right now.
0: Let me hear <laughs> oh man.
1: You want to hear some um say what I say what I say. Uh dang.
2: that's what you always tell me if I you know, get, you get put on the spot?
1: Cause I, that's <laughs> what I'm saying, cause I the saying because I don't get I don't <laughs> usually don't get put on the spot. I let you In know what I'm saying, right? you got three minutes. All right all right for all all forget it story. forget it man forget it. Man. Look <laughs> all right Now I normally don't do this, I don't freestyle a lot. I'm just trying to make my way to the top, reach the pinnacle, look at me different. You can see through the pinhole. I'm obvious when I'm rapping, you can't tell about him, he's a champion. Um, Damn, my mind leaking like a faucet, I'm on it. So serious when I'm rapping, who started? Me, perfectly, over the beat, when I'm writing this here. No pen, never mind. when I'm fighting this, man. I gotta go and get it, and get it quick. You don't even need to hear me, deliver it, sis. Rapping like I do it, This. Ah, come on, man!
0: Uh, <laughs> he went in. No, he With went no in. With no beat and nothing.
1: Come on, man! You he went in.
0: He went. I don't know how much time he got, but look, they tried to conquer and divide Divide what I conquered with my riders. And my day ones that was beside us. Politicians need witness protection. They still talk in emails. I'm trying to figure how they rigged the election. When I spit, young and spit the perfection. Every ball is a gift worth giving, so the kid is a blessing. Look, the cop cartel started off with Sean Bell. Batons to Luima flew, Nina's at Rondell. They hopped out the car, spray mags. It's funny how that badge of honor looking like a KKK flag. The hip hop community. Says we need unity But they ain't do it right I'm just speaking like It's you and me For years these artists Told us they was on the block Hustling The label hustled them When they cuffed All they publishing stories. How you high And you was getting that guap Millions unemployed trying to sell me a mixtape slot. Cause see, ah. even when you free, you still trapped in confinement. Cause you ain't really free, you put it back in alignment. Imagine Rock Kim hit you when you was grinding. Project staircase when you was practicing your rhyming. You thinking that the stars are in alignment. But he don't really want to fuck with you. He just want a buck from you. That pain from that hurt leave you stuck like glue. But we can really make it right, nigga. It's up to you, young. Mm.
2: Yay! That was fine. Good. good. Hey,
0: <laughs> we mm-hmm. got a sequel today. Let's do it. Any day was... got a sequel coming out. I'm talking pain on this project, but I got you know street shit too. You look at my catalog, okay. but pain. Mickey Monday, CC, thanks for having me. Love y'all. Sure, Shout man. out to man. Hit me, hit me in the DM. Let's get some music out that's work. All right. Gotcha. Thanks. Happy maybe? Tuesday. Be blessed. Be Happy safe. Tuesday. Yeah. Right, Take <laughs> okay. All right. One. Right. Two, three.